Sat Nam. I'm Guru Prakarmakar. Guru Singh and I travel the world, loving to meet an ever-growing global community. We are appreciative of your vital role on this planet, for it is your willingness to be here and listen that calls forth wisdom, that activates our collective voice in service. Your questions bring forth the answers. For a wealth of information about who we are and what we do, please visit gurusingh.com. Bless you. Satnam. We're those ones who in time are experiencing some unique sensations. You're probably experiencing sensations that are either more intense or are quite different than the ones that you've been experiencing your whole life. Yogi Bhajan brought to us what the mystics talked about, what quantum physics and astrophysics talks about in today's world, in what that actually is. What is that? What causes that sublimation when times dramatically change? When in a megaverse, the central sun breaks off pieces and there are megaverses throughout the multiverse, break off pieces of itself and it's holding this massive force in a somewhat spherical nature. Those pieces in the centrifugal force of their orbit drift out near the edge of the megaverse, near the surface, beyond which there's nothing, and out of nothing, the megaverse first constructed. Now this is quadrillions, quintillions, septillions of earth years, I mean beyond any of that measure, these took place, these moments took place. And as it would drift towards the surface, the surface is the coolest and most capable of holding matter. And as it drifts toward the surface, and it drifts very slowly, and it takes, literally takes quadrillions of years for it to move even a slight amount. The gravitational field of that super sun, which broke off from the megaverse's central sun, sucks the surface of the earth in toward it. And that divot, so to speak, that this, the surface of the megaverse creates, that divot is what is known as a universe. Because it's within that divot 
I'm looking for something I could use as an example. Hmm. Ha. I'll drink from the universe. <laughs> Within that divot, someplace is the Milky Way. And within that Milky Way, someplace, is our solar system. But when you're inside this divot, can you see over here? So you don't actually know that there's anything over here. And so you think that the whole thing is just contained within this cup called the universe. And all of this other thing is going on. Super suns forming other universes all around the megaverse and other megaverses all around the multiverse. All within a soup of nothing. There's an old expression, you're just making rock soup, you know, when you got nothing. Well, this is even less than that. Because this soup of nothing is God. And from God, everything else is born. So everything is born of God. So everything is a part of God. But like in Zen Buddhism, if you can describe it and define it, it isn't. So within this particular cup, I always wondered how could I drink tea while teaching and lecturing, and it's just give this lecture. Within this, most souls remain because they're early and non-adventurous. But ones like you, you rascals that you are, you've gone over the top. You've gone beyond the edge many times and you've gone into other universes and into other universes and into other universes and into other universes. And in the highest, most courageous moments of your incarnations, you've allowed yourself to completely dissolve and you've passed through nothing as just a thought form. You had that much courage that you would let yourself completely vanish and reappear in another megaverse, in another universe, in another megaverse. And it's the knowing that has come from all those adventures 
that causes you to come to this room, that causes you to do in your life what you do in your life. Even if you're not doing in your life what you know you have to be doing in your life, you know in the back of your consciousness that there's something that you must be doing in this life. Because you've had these incredible meta-experiences throughout not only this universe, <laughs> but beyond this universe, throughout this megaverse, and beyond this megaverse, throughout the multiverse. And so when you see people squabbling over inches, and pennies, you go, really? Seriously. When you see people trapped in their emotional body, you say, really? Seriously. Because all of that psycho-emotional somatic trap locks you into not remembering any of your adventure. The portal of that adventure is now. But when you think you're in now, you're actually in an emotion that is attached to some history which wasn't attached to now, so it's an illusion of an illusion. And what will happen to you is that you will get together with other people that are going to lock you in and shake you up. They're your children. They're your parents. Don't want to lose the universe. They're your associates. They're your lovers. They're your spouses. They lock you in, either genetically or intentionally, and then once you're locked in, they shake you up. Why are they shaking you up? Because they were sent to be with you. You have a contract. They were sent to be with you so that they would drive you crazy. to send you over the top so that you would in that moment remember, oh my God, I am who I am. Because there is no other solace in those moments other than I am who I am. 
Because if you try to identify with anything three-dimensional, like your land or your car or your house or your... or anything four-dimensional, like your ideas and your plans and your goals and your dreams, you're lost. Because every one of those seems like it's completely falling apart. But it isn't. It's an illusion. From the angle of now, from the center point of you, all those things that appear to be falling apart are just adjusting. It's like tearing off old wallpaper or tearing up old carpets. It's not destroying the room. It's getting it ready to be redone. But if you, as Yogi Bhajan said, he said, don't take still photos in a moving scene. If you take a still photo and you say, look what you've done. You can't deny it. You've done what you've done. But you've lost sight of where it's going to. Because you've lost sight of where you've come from. Those of you who come to this room have had the courage to completely dissolve your essence and move across the multiverse. Not actually having any proof that you could reassemble anywhere ever. Except you knew you would without proof without reason, without rationale, without logic. You knew you would. Because you knew you. And you knew how committed you were. You knew how trusting you were. You drill down deep inside yourself, there is a gem there. There is a gem more brilliant than anything here on earth. And why are diamonds? Diamonds are more plentiful than, than sand on the beach. Why are they so valuable? Why do people love them so much? It's not that they love them like this. It's that they love the fact that they are so crystal clear. And to get to that clarity, they were carbon put through unimaginable pressure and heat. And that's what you've gone through as a soul body. And you've gone through it over and over and over and over and over and over. And now, you've forgotten, but not completely. So just pause for a moment. We won't um, broadcast because um, they'd miss this whole part here and they would come in and it wouldn't have context. But thank you so much for getting that thing started because it's really important. Give her a hand. So you have forgotten 
but not completely. It's forgotten and it's not totally active in three and four dimensions. But whenever you just pass through the fifth dimension, in your dreams, in your deep meditations, in moments, you remember. You remember who you are. And this is what's important, is to begin to string together those beads and seeds of memory. When my wife and I were having a hard time that lasted about two or three weeks, <laughs> you know what those kinds of hard times are, there's not a lot of talking that goes on. This was 30 years ago. And one morning she just walks up to me, and I've told this story before, one morning she just walks up to me and she just grabs me by the shoulders and she says, Guru Singh, she said, I just realized we both want the same thing. And the whole disturbance dissolved into nothing. But it wasn't just that we wanted the same thing in three and four dimensions in this incarnation, in this marriage of this union that has been going on for a very long time. It was that we both want the same thing astronomically, metaphysically. That we're both here assigned to this place and thank God we have the awareness that we know we both want the same thing. You walk around the world and you realize that everyone that's on this earth wants the same thing. And it isn't about accumulating three and four dimensions. More space and more time. It's about having that ability to re-merge with infinity. And as poorly as the majority of humanity is doing in this moment in time, it doesn't discount the fact that everything is infinite zero. It all comes from nothing. Which just gives me the opportunity to say that we have a new book out. <laughs> You thought this was a lecture, this was an advertisement. And they're available in the lobby. There. Just paid the sponsor. This is our opportunity to get really abnormal. Shakti Parwakar, the only person that's been around these teachings longer than I have, she's in her later 80s. And she arrived about 10 days to two weeks before me. But she has a little plaque, you know how people have a plaque on their desk that has their name? The plaque on her desk says, please excuse me, God's not finished. That's what you have to say to people who can't comprehend who you are. And that will give you license to actually begin to be who you are. Begin to be a bit outrageous. Be a radical disruptor. 
and then understand that within, within that, as Lord Krishna was talking to Arjuna, within that radical disruption, know the boundaries. Push the boundaries, but honor the boundaries. The boundaries don't exist, but know them. A good friend of ours who's very, very successful said, I too know that the tax laws in America are unfair. But that's not going to be my battle. And so I pay my taxes. Quote Yogi Bhajan. So he doesn't choose to make battles where battles don't need to be made. He is not going to be Don Quixote. He is going to know where boundaries are and he's going to honor those boundaries that don't exist, but he's going to honor them so that they don't cause him disruption when he is trying to cause a total disruption. Because they will become distractions and they will become also focuses of all of the actions. And so you want to manage your life don't let these relationships that drive you nuts, drive you nuts. Let them pass through you. Let them run off you. Because your mission is your mission. Your mission is why you were born. From all of those segments and all of those sectors of the multiverse, you were born on earth in one of its moments of direst need. Because this place on a human level sucks. No denying it. And also no need to have a conversation about it. Other than we'll use that energy to move us forward. We'll create great websites, we'll create great online courses, we'll create great movements, we'll create great media, we'll create great opportunities, we'll create great children. We'll create great communities, communities of like-hearted support. And we'll allow ourselves to experience the pushback against our absolutely insane greatness. Because you are the Christ. You are the Guru. And this time around, there's not to be just one. There's to be millions. Making it all about just one, no matter which one you make it all about, is a trap. Because quickly it becomes that person, and that person becomes a brand. And then that brand becomes the most important part of the mechanism. And then the teachings are lost. Look at every religion, bar none, and that's what has happened.
So now is our time. Not because it's a great opportunity. No, because it's a great responsibility. We were sent here to save this place. We're saviors. We were sent here to be diamonds, which means crystal clear, which means Christ. Crystal clear. We are the Christs. We are the saviors. We are the prophets. And we are a few amongst millions. So now is not the time to sing to the masses. Now is the time to sing to the choir and wake the choir up because the choir is sleeping. Reach out to the like-hearted, the like-minded. Reach out to the ones you know they know. You look in their eyes and you have that, mmm, you too, huh? Mmm, you too, huh? Mmm, mmm. And begin to weave those relationships. Because now is the time. We got a few decades, that's it, to get this job done. It's not like we have like, we're okay, we'll lay the groundwork. Mm. No, we're gonna, we're gonna lay the groundwork, we're gonna put up the two-by-fours, we're gonna get all the way to roofing carpets, drapes and chairs and beds. We're gonna fix this place totally. with every one of our breaths that we take, that we're not strung out on some alternative issue. Deal? Yes. You've got to remember my schedule. I'm standing here lecturing to a class. At this very moment, you're in front of them. They're laughing back at you. I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Every once in a while, you just have to pick it up, you know. Because otherwise, it leaves a message, and then you've got to respond to the message. It reminds me of my mom, Titi. You know, she was born in 1904, so she was born before the telephone. And then, you know, like 1970-something, they invented answering machines. And somebody came up to her, and I remember one time said, Titi, you need to get an answering machine. She says, whatever for, they'll call back. <laughs> you know, an answering machine put the pressure on you, right? Like, they, they leave a message, now it's up to you to call back. Why didn't you call me back? I left you a message. So her life was much simpler. She was a yogi since the 19-teens. Her life was much simpler. They'll call back if they want to. <laughs> so there you are. And here it is. Every single day, begin to weave the life as it is into the life as it is to be. 
And whatever isn't going to be able to hang with you as you move from what is to what is to be, bless it. Whether it's a person, place, or thing, or an idea, bless it because it carried you here. Bless it, embrace it, repurpose it if you want. Never burn a bridge. You know that I was Yogi Bhajan's driver for quite some time, and because of that, he used to give me the cars that he had been gifted or that he had bought that no longer worked. <laughs> One time he gave me a car in Española after solstice. He said, drive it home. I said, I have a plane ticket. He said, no, drive this home. He says, but the engine is terrible. <laughs> Another time he gave me a car here in Los Angeles. He gave it to me. He says, it's got no reverse gear. And before I could get it fixed, do you know how many angle-in parking places that I came into? And you know, you go into an, you go into an angle-in parking place and you realize, I can't back out. <laughs> and then you're looking around to see if there's some people that can help you push it. Once I asked him, I said, why do you give me these cars that don't work? And he said, because people are going to be coming to you throughout your life that don't work, who have lives that don't work. You've got to figure out how to work with that. And then one time, this is way back, there was a person just down the street that had like a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old Cadillac on sale for $200. Now this was back in the 70s. And I thought, $200 for a Cadillac? I can do that. <laughs> so I told somebody, and the word got to Yogi Bhajan, and he calls me up and he says, Guru Singh, you cannot buy that Cadillac. <laughs> I said, why? He says, because it's perfect. That's when he gave me the car that had no reverse. <laughs> and as much as you want to get that gear fixed, I think I must have spent two or three weeks knowing that I could never back up. Which brings that point to the sign that he would see, don't back up, severe tire damage. And once he said, you know, no reverse gear is a blessing. I think that's one of the moments when I said, you know, if I didn't love you. Bless you for joining us. Visit gurusing.com for an ever-expanding archive of lectures, videos, yoga sets, meditations, and more.